You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked On Rays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked On Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanstreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked On Rays. Also, be sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Locked On Rays. Well, Ulysses, the Tampa Bay Rays somehow, some way, find a way to steal three out of four from the big bad New York Yankees at the Trop. The Rays improved to eight and eight on the year, and second place in the AL East, while the Yankees go to ten and six on the year. Ulysses, let's not waste any time. I'm sure you have lots of things to say. Let's get right into it. What we learned from the weekend, takeaways, observations, news and notes. I'll let you just go off, start firing with what you have. Well, first of all, how about my weekend pick? It, the birthday boy went off this this weekend with, with clutch hits left and right. So it was really nice to really, that, that's my first takeaway. It, it's Mikey Perez. I mean, the, 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 the sacrifice fly, the, mm-hmm. the hit to right field it was his first walk off off his Crazy. career how, how about that right For so even in the minor leagues and everything i guess or i mean or i guess major I, don't, I don't know but, but if it if it is even if it's just his major league one that's that's pretty that's well pretty he got he got two for in, in one weekend i guess <laughs> two walk-offs yeah. in one weekend you know what you deserve like bonus points there's got to be some kind of bonus point scenario for getting walk-off wins like that should almost be worth like in extra five hits, I feel like, like I, I'm it. willing, I will give that. I don't, I quite frankly do not know how many hits Austin Meadows did, but I'm going to give this one to you. You deserve it. Michael Perez deserves it a hundred percent. And quite frankly, uh, Mike Zanino is probably crapping his pants right about now. He should, because that's my following thing is I do not know what else he has to do to get more at bats. I mean, Zunino is failing, as we've mentioned, both with the glove and the bat, obviously. But I think, well, although this weekend activity by Michael Perez is going to garner him some more at bats, mm-hmm. especially with the season-long 11-day, 10-game road trip that the Rays are, are going to face right now, I think Cash is going to keep with Zunino as his primary backstop for the next two weeks. But that's my estimate. The next two weeks are still Zuninos. I think mm-hmm. Perez is going to see more bats, more playing time, which will be great. But Cash will have to face facts and place Mikey as his um, starter by the last week of August. I'm, I'm calling it. Yeah. The last week of August, it's going to flip. It's going to be a TDA action where Zunino is going to take uh, a little bit more riding the, 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 the pine. And uh, so for race fans... Don't fret. I think by my estimates, last week of August, Zunino will be seen less in the lineup. Yeah. Well, I think Perez getting a key hit against a lefty. And before he finished his swing on Sunday, like he knew it was gone. Like he had already lifted up his his uh, arm, yeah. hand, whatever, and was like, yeah, 
I I took care of this one for you guys. Thank you. Um, I didn't see Zunino uh, celebrating, did you? I don't know. Maybe he was taking a dump or something. Again, <laughs> crapping his pants. Okay, what are the odds? Like right now, what is your percentage percentage mark that Zanino's 2021 option gets picked up for four and a half million dollars? Uh, oof, man. I mean, I've, I've, I've been wrong plenty of times on the show, especially about Zanino and his playing time. Yeah. I, I, w- I would... You'd have to see lower than twenty percent. I mean, you can't you can't be bad with the glove right. if you're good if you're a defensive catcher and you are hitting what ninety five right now. Mm-hmm. You're hitting yeah. ninety five. I think as of right now, like this is. I think they're going to see how Perez finishes out this year, and then if they got to find a backup somewhere, you can always trade for a backup catcher. I mean, backup catchers, you can you can find a guy. I think this might be the year. Again, we've been wrong before. This might be the year, if Perez keeps it up, that he will elevate into that primary backstop role and 2021. Okay, you're the guy. Pressure's on you, buddy. Let's see how you handle it. And it's going to be a very small window for, for Perez because guess who's on the taxi squad for this road trip is Ronaldo right. Hernandez, okay? We got mm-hmm. our own Ronaldo in baseball. And he plays for the the Tampa Bay Rays, so... He's the future. He's the future catcher. We've always known he was coming. So it'll be a small window for Perez to say, okay, no, I'm I'm good enough to be a primary backstop. So um, let's see what he's got. And hopefully Cash does give him more bats. I think when you face a tough lefty like Zach Britton and come up with a game-winning hit, I mean, you've got to garner more at-bats. I mean, you you can't be this – nearsighted uh and, and just keep putting zanino in the lineup you can't so yeah 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 I go guess. ahead yeah I, I agree with you perez just looks so much better at the plate really quite frankly sort of all around you know we don't know how well he worked with the pitching staff but seems to be doing pretty well and he seems confident yeah. as the backstop when he is um you know part of that battery there so yeah, exactly. he's impressing me by the week so that's that's good to hear as well okay so moving on my second one was the bullpen was fantastic. I think the, the 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 weekend, you know, to a powerhouse of a lineup like the Yankees had, great. It was a great performance. But a lot of arms were used heavily, as we thought that, that, that mm-hmm. they would the, throughout the weekend. But uh, this is going to have some repercussions. Out of the 32 innings, Kevin, that they play this weekend, the bullpen pitched about 60% of those innings. Uh, that is not at all sustainable. So we, I mean, we have to understand, of course, Chirinos is on the IL. And so that made one of the double headed games, a bullpen game. Of course, that's going to increase that percentage. Morton gets taken out in the third, only pitching two innings because of Mm -hmm. the right shoulder inflammation, which obviously we hope is not going to be, um, a red flag for the rest of the season, but, I know that I've said in the 60-game season, everybody needs to be ready and available when called upon, but not everyone every day. Uh, it, it's time for the starters that are not named Ryan Yarbrough to touch the fifth inning, to mm-hmm. get to the sixth inning. I mean, it, it's time. The workload for the bullpen, uh, which, by the way, did great on the backs of unknown guys like Curtis, Gilmartin, Thompson – Great stuff by 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 the bullpen, really. But can, can I tell you where is where is this John Curtis been? <laughs> because when he came in, I was like, oh, you know, they're just throwing a guy in like Gil Martin or yeah. whatever. 
and I see 95, 96 fastball with a hooking slider. I'm like, okay, this guy might have something here. So, nasty, and he also nasty. puts two perfect innings against the Yankees for strikeouts. Like I wouldn't mind seeing some more of John Curtis. Like he was kind of, uh, and also ran with some other organizations, but I think the that might have to be a guy that you rely upon more. And, and yeah, your point about the starters going deeper, like, okay, you're, you're getting into your fourth and fifth start here for Tyler glass yeah. now. And, and Blake Snell, you got to be able to go five. You got to be able to find a way to go five. Uh, and not even that, but I mean, it, it's almost 20 games into the season. So you've, you've got to do that. Blake, I, I, again, Blake needs to pe- pa- uh, pitch past the 60 pitch three inning mark. You have to, you have to start pitching deeper, uh, deeper Tyler glass. Now you have to be a little bit more efficient with your pitch counts and get into the fifth inning, touch it. You know, mm-hmm. I know that he got banged around a little bit, uh, this weekend, but you you've got to you got to work. I mean that's that's your that's your role. You're a starter. You have to a little. You have to touch the fifth inning. You have to. You mm-hmm. you can't just rely on your bullpen every day. Again, I will say it again. Sixty games. Everybody should be ready. That's one hundred percent. You everybody should work yeah. for sixty games. However, not everybody every day. Uh, you can't do that. And because by the times that you get, by the time you get to the playoffs. Uh, with which you know with expanded playoffs you you feel pretty good about your chances but if you get to the playoffs uh, you're not mm-hmm. gonna do it the guys will be already wasted so the starters need to do their job let's hope that morton gets better uh but yeah i think the starters you gotta start touching the fifth come on yeah i agree so i guess we'll probably see some anthony bonda some aaron sleegers action who knows? Maybe at some point, um, the mystery man, Brendan McKay, haven't haven't heard much about him. Maybe that's a guy we'll see at some point too. That that that'll be uh, a really nice uh, source site to, to to see McKay back in the mound. Uh, last thing I would like to yes. mention is I would like to say thanks to all the podcast listeners during the games. Um, it's very fun to to get their re- reaction uh, while watching the game, their real-time reaction. So thanks to, you know, Race Twins, Christina Elizabeth, John Decker, Yoked Yandy, Chase Ross, Jeff Crawford, Phil McRae, Quinlan Deegan. Sorry if I mm-hmm. uh, said that incorrectly. <laughs> Rich Perks. And, of course, our longtime listeners, uh, Ethan Broom, Melissa Herrera, John Cook, and Dr. Gray. You know, it can be tough to watch a game and pay attention to Twitter all the time, but it really does make it fun. So thank you for all, all, all of you for interacting with us. Yes. Yeah, speaking of that, we actually got an email from one of our dedicated listeners, Dustin. Uh, do you mind if I read it? Of course. Let's okay. Hear it. Yeah. Great email. He says, first off, I wanted to say you guys are awesome. Love the podcast. I mean, you can say that. You can keep typing that if you want, and we'll keep reading that. Uh, I, like many fans, by Thursday, I was pretty much ready to give up. Up to that point, the Rays were pretty sloppy. Actually, a lot of players right now. First 10 games should have been considered practice games. That's actually something, you know, that really MLB probably should have done something like that. Hey, the first three, five games, these are exhibition, then go right into the season. Um, However, Friday's game, I thought they played better than excellent. Wasn't a big win, but they looked and felt a lot better as a whole. I was actually excited just to watch them whole, uh, just to watch them on their own again. Uh, the double game rule is stupid. I feel like they picked up momentum and would have won that first game. Then again, could have lost the second. So it's a wash, but well played. Uh, Sunday was pretty remarkable. I'm really liking Perez. What a great player. Time to put Zanino on a couch on the curb. Like, honestly, he's a goalkeeper at this point. 
blocked the pitch with his body because he doesn't know how to catch. Anyways, thanks for the podcast. One last thing. I haven't heard that dog bark in a while. Of course, he's talking about Perry. Perry's actually right uh, right beside me. Um, He was... Uh, he was on vacation for the last week or so at my parents in Cape Coral. So that's why, uh, that's why you hadn't been hearing much of Perry. Um, hope all else is well and you and yours are doing fine. So thank you, Dustin, for that wonderful email. Always like to get those at lockedonrays at gmail.com. Any, anytime we get some feedback, uh, we, we love it. And especially if it's like that. (laughs) So thank you, Dustin. Um, yeah, it, it's been really nice. Uh, look, guys, eight and eight. It's, mm-hmm. it, the Braves haven't played their best baseball, and they're two games away from the from the division lead. Uh, let's let let's be. This is the big picture. The Rays haven't played their best baseball. They're two games away from first place in the AL East. Yeah, this is good news. This is good news, guys. Uh, so <laughs> I know everybody just wants to harp on the offense. I know I I do. On the defense, I know I do. On the bullpen usage, I know I do. Again, two games away from first. It's pretty remarkable what what they've been able to do. So I can't wait to hear your takeaways, Kevin. Uh, But I'm sure that we've got to listen to something else before that. We do. I will give you my takeaways. But first, it doesn't matter if you're a professional athlete a stay-at-home parent, or you spend eight hours a day in an uncomfortable office chair. Everyone needs support to make it through the day. Luckily, our friends at CBDMD have an amazing duo that can help you relax, regroup, and recharge when life gets chaotic. CBD Freeze with Menthol is an award-winning product that offers instant cooling relief for muscles and joints in a convenient and easy-to-use roller or shareable squeeze tube. CBD Recover combines CBD with inflammation-fighting compounds like Arnica and vitamin B6 to give you the support you need where it matters most. And to make it even easier to try this amazing duo of topicals and everything else CBDMD has to offer, they're offering all of our listeners 25% off your next order when you use promo code LOCKEDONMLB at checkout. Once again, that's cbdmd.com, promo code LOCKEDONMLB for 25% off your purchase of superior CBD oil products from CBDMD. Well, Ulysses, one of the first things I learned from the weekend, really, it was more of a confirmation than anything, that uh, Giancarlo Stanton is made of porcelain. We figured it out. He's made of China, right? Chinaware. That guy is a threat every time he's healthy. So just like Judge, if they get hurt, that's good news for the Rays. You never want to wish injury up on anybody. But, um, yeah, man, he got hurt again uh, uh, on his knee, right? Uh, Or hamstring? Hamstring, and it wasn't anything that looked, like, dangerous. He was sliding into second. That was it. It's not like he tripped over a second baseman or a shortstop's foot or anything, he just sliding into second. Like, what do you think it is? Just his, uh, the structure, like he's just a big guy. Yeah, so I anything think, can happen. I, I mean, think part of it is the guy for one is six foot six, 250 pounds. And he's 31 years old, near 31 years old. He's six foot six, 250 pounds. Like it's, okay. it's almost like King Griffey. Once he got to Cincinnati at age 30, 31, you're basically only getting a hundred games out of him If that every year. So I think that's kind of the thing going on with Stanton, and he's just 
yeah, he's got a history of this. some, some guys are just more injury prone than others. We have to remember if this, if this season started on time in March, April, he would have been on the IL with that calf yeah. injury. So this is yeah. now two, two injuries in one year. Um, he only played 18 games in 2019. He's at 14 games this season. So I, I wonder if he'll, I, wow. I, I didn't think he'd play. There, there's a chance he could play less this year than he did last year. So I also think it's one of those things like at some point you just got to be like, buddy, you're our DH, you're our first baseman. We can't have you roaming out in the outfield anymore. And I know it wasn't an outfield injury, but the wear and tear big body like that moving around, it, well, it wears on you. If it, if it got Carl Crawford, uh, who mm-hmm. does not at all resemble the bone structure and muscle mass of, of Giancarlo Stanton, uh, of course, home games and visiting games, they're different uh, in the years and all that. But, yeah, maybe the turf at the Trob. I mean, Stanton has been going there for, for a few years now. And not, o- not only with the Yankees, but obviously with the Marlins as well. They, he used to go to the Trop all the time. Yes. Uh, so, you know, that's something to be said. I, you know, DH him. And it's going to cost you a lot of money to have a guy just swing the bat. But mm-hmm. you, you've made that choice. So, you know, you got to live with it. 244 million. Do you know what that represents? Uh, dream money, life-changing money. I would not be doing this podcast, yeah. buddy. I would be in Bali. It, it also means uh, the amount of money left on Giancarlo Stanton's deal with New York, Oof. which goes through 2027, part of a 13-year, $327 million deal. Doesn't Miami have to pay some of that if he doesn't play this season or something like twenty million? Yeah, there's there's some weird stuff in there. Oof! Yeah. I think <laughs> you at know the end the of Mar- the day, yeah, at the end of the, yeah, the Marlins have enough going on in their organization. I don't know if they can afford a a huge paycheck <laughs> like that. You know, <laughs> the Marlins are yeah. like crossing their fingers, just hoping Stanton gets healthy enough so that they don't have to pay $20 million to, yeah. to the Yankees for nothing. Derek Jeter will have to flip more properties to famous celebrities or something <laughs> like that. I don't really know. I mean, the thing is, like, again, I, I never want or wish anybody to be injured. And we also have to remember that it's not like, okay, the Yankees lose Giancarlo Stanton, that it totally, totally devastates them. Right. They're still pretty darn stacked. They're going to get Araldis Chapman back at some point. You know, if worse comes to worse, they can always call up Clint Frazier or Miguel yeah. Andujar. Like, they've got reserves and they've got options uh, to come back. Um, it kind of also brings me to, to my next point. You know, I, of course, it's great that the Rays won three of four, um, more than I expected entering the weekend series. But I also look at it, to me, it was sort of a bittersweet weekend where I look at it on one hand and I say, because you had a couple guys that got hurt, Charlie Morton, Oliver Drake, we haven't even mentioned yet, has hit yeah. the IL. That hurts. And I looked at it like this series very easily could have gone the other way. The Yankees very easily could have gone one, three of four, or even swept the race. I mean, we're talking about this took two walk-offs from the backup's catcher to steal a couple at home. Like essentially, yeah, yeah. and and a pretty long fly, uh, fly ball by Aaron Judge with a man on to tie the game on the ninth with two out and two strikes. So, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, you, yeah, you could just flip that script completely and say that the the race even could have gotten swept. Yeah, for right. Sure. Yeah, like on Friday again, one zero win. The Rays again. Tanaka is their kryptonite. Then Perez, yeah. of course, gets the walk off. 
Game two, the Rays lose eight four. Glass now struggles. You know that's not that's not a good sign. Only able to go what three and a third, something like that. Whatever. Um, Saturday game two, yeah, the Rays win five three. That's great, but you're talking about who who did the Yankees throw out on the mound? Somebody named Michael King and right. three other guys I'd never heard of. And the team only went two for twelve with runners in scoring position. Left ten on base. You drew nine walks, nine and that was good. really all you could show for it. Sunday, yeah, again. Awesome that you got the walk-off, barely winning four to three. Again, it very easily could have gone the other way. So I'm I'm still kind of, you know, I look at it, yeah, that's three wins. That that's awesome. But you can't expect to I know we, we call the Rays the comeback kids, and that's kind of what they're known for. Um, but you can't expect this on a regular basis that you're constantly gonna get bailed out by anybody, let alone a second string catcher. What you hope. What you really hope, Kevin, is that this scratching and clawing types of wins, especially against the Yankees, now gives them a little bit more confidence, now gives them a little bit more momentum so that mm-hmm. those gears, those offensive gears, you know, start to actually produce. You know, you get to see better at bats. You actually get to drive the ball a little bit. I mean, let's be honest. Yandy has been heating up. I know uh, uh, some listeners uh, are uh, right now against Yandy, but Yandy's hitting up. Don't don't look right now because it's still a 225 or something like that for his batting average. But it was a 160 not a week ago. Yeah. They no, he's starting to... To the, to hit the other way, driving the ball into center field. So that's mm-hmm. nice to see. We just you just need to see a couple more guys uh, do that. Brandon Lau still hot. Michael Brousseau got that big homer yesterday. Mm-hmm. Love the bat flip from Mike Brousseau. And what yeah. about that chirping from the Yankees? Apparently the Yankees don't like it when the chirping goes towards them, but they can do it. Can you explain that to me? It's, it's par for the course for the Yankees. They're privileged. They they think they can boss everybody around. As I thought with CeCe Sabathia leaving, that that might right. have changed the complexion of things. But no, you've still got Brett Gardner in the clubhouse. You've still got Aaron Boone. I mean, Aaron Boone might be the worst of them all. And he's not even a player anymore. Oh, yeah. So it's, uh, you know, it, it, it is what it is. It's the Yankees. As of right now, to me, they're the most hated rival. Who knows? In a couple of years, it could be the Red Sox. It goes back and forth with me. It's like one year, it's the Red Sox that I hate more than the Yankees. This year, I think it's the Yankees I hate more uh, than the Red Sox. Um, also, you, you mentioned Yandy Diaz. I think maybe the thing is like he's not getting enough lift on the ball as of right now, but he's he's slapping the ball around and yeah. he's he's done his job as the leadoff hitter for the Rays. Moreover, um, defensively he's looked fantastic like he yeah, is he really has it's smooth yeah. hands you know smooth hands yeah um the final thing that i've got um i think it's time or getting close to time to kick the tires on brian o'grady Ooh, and that's nice okay it's not just because Margot had that drop in right center field i get it Isn't he was it, coming back from the dr his his father just passed away, hadn't really been able to get practice and reps, even though that's a play that every major leaguer should make a hundred out of a hundred times, pretty much. But it's more so the the bat. And not just Margot, it's Kevin Kiermeyer too that I'm I'm looking at. But Margot is batting still. 091 has three hits and 33 at bats. If you want to be uh, an advanced statistician and look at his on-base percentage, it's 167. So I'm willing to, 
hey, let's give Brian O'Grady a shot. Let's not make the mistake uh, that we did with Jake Cronenworth. Not saying yeah. that O'Grady's Cronenworth, but see what this guy can do at the big league level. Give him a shot. I'm almost to the point where I'll even slip D-Rob in there for a couple of at-bats, and it's not just because of the prop bet thing. Right, right, right. Uh, look, I would, I would like to see Brian O'Grady. I think that spot is the most um, versatile with people right mm-hmm. now. I think, I think Margot, you have your go at him for 15, 20 games. Boom, next guy. He's Brian not O'Grady. showing it right now, yeah. Right, 10, 15 games. Brian O'Grady doesn't really do that much. Boom, Randy Rosarena. I mean, that's the type of I want. But again, maybe it's it's tough to say, Kevin, because maybe they already have this plan, you know, sketched out, yeah. and and you don't know what's happening with with O'Grady and, and poor Charlotte. Is he just not seeing the ball? Is he a little bit hurt? Yeah. You don't know that. Randy but they added the him to the thing. taxi squad, so they must mean that he, he you're next on our list, pretty much. Exactly. So why not that last push on the lineup? It, you know. This is going to be a very tough road trip that the Rays are, are starting today against the Red Sox uh, in a four-game series. It's a four-game series against the Red Sox, correct? Yeah, four-game set against the 6-9 and nine Red Sox, part of a 10-game, 11-day road trip. First game is tonight at 7.30, as the Rays, believe it or not, are seeking their first road win of the year. Ryan Yarbrough will be on the mound versus, uh, we don't know who yet. The Sox are likely going with an opener, but... Um, we'll see how they do today. Yeah, I, again, I just think, you know, give O'Grady a shot. Give him a shot at some point. If we're already moving on from Zanino, like we could right. be moving on from Margot or at least sitting him down for a little bit. And O'Grady is a guy that can play all three outfield spots. He also is a reverse split guy, so he's pretty much a righty in a left-handed bat. So just kind no. of food <laughs> for thought like here. We need somebody to mash lefties. I know Casita's doing okay, but not really mashing. Mm-hmm. Uh, Renfro, you know, double play in, in the yeah. situation yesterday. Not great. So you need people to start hitting lefties. I mean, I think the Rays are still 0-5. Uh, you got to change that. There are little things you need to change. But again, I would like to be glass, uh, what is it, cup, glass, Glass full, half full. Half, glass yeah, now half one. full? There we Gla- go. Yeah, glass now half full. There you go. I like that. Um you know, be positive. Again, the Rays have not played their best baseball two games away from the AL East, guys. Yes, do they need to work on things? For sure. We've mm-hmm. we've we've talked about them, you know, ad nauseum here. But you've got to understand this team is better than this two games away right now. Come on. Let's go. Couldn't have said it better. All right, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Tuesday.